0: Welcome to the Language for Leading podcast with the founder and CEO of the Business of Leading, Incorporated, Julian Sturton. Since the early 1990s, Julian has equipped leaders from across the globe with an operating system and real world set of tools that have improved relationships on all levels. And the work has meant real success in business and life for so many. Hello, I'm Jordan Rich. And as Julian Sturton often says, conversations are our means to get things done Conversations inspire actions and form agreements. Until there's conversation, nothing happens. You've got the language for leading podcast, and we're about to make things happen. Here we are with Julian Sturton, self-proclaimed 21st century Socrates. That's a little inside joke, but I think it's worth repeating. Um, We were talking in the last episode about the structure of existence, the Constitution, the who, why, what extension into the pyramid, your love of geometry, your love of history.
1: When I asked Philip Durkin, this will blow your mind, I said, to, I asked him, where does the word who come from? He said, hold on to your chair, because I was gay. It's an ancient linguistic synergy of the words why and what. So these two together uphold this. Which makes sense. The why is on the
0: bottom left. The what is on the bottom right, upholding the who. Exactly. Very good. Amazing. I didn't, I didn't get... That's a bonus piece of information that I wasn't <laughs> counting on. But what are the let's talk about the four cornerstones, because we're starting to yes. evolve and I know there's so much depth to what you talk about, but we're covering it in, in short spurts. But let's talk about this and mm. the relationship it has to quote leadership in a modern life and and ethics and morality and decency and all the things that we all espouse. Mm. What are those four cornerstones?
1: Well they're the base of the pyramid of course, because it was realizing at the same time that I'm pulling together all these different distinctions, uh, that I then presented this, but with the foundation, because Rita Levitt, who was my client at the time, and uh, I drew these on a blackboard, these four cornerstones. Mm -hmm. And she looked at me, looked at the blackboard, looked at me again, and she said, oh, my God. And she literally called it an operating system because she saw herself in these four corners, so, which are made up of four words. But then words are just simply words that have meanings. But the language of leading and the experience people have with the language of leading, isn't this not about learning a bunch of words, because I said, well, go get a bloody dictionary. <laughs> but you have to look at the interrelationship, dynamically speaking of these four words. So when you're realizing I mean, ask yourself, what, what's your mission? What's your stand in the world? What's the one you've come up with?
0: One of my missions is to inform and educate. I guess that's sort of the same thing. I'm a broadcaster, a podcaster. I get a charge out of helping people with information.
1: Good. Pick one or two of those words. If you could summarize it, to have enough room, put on your tombstone. I'll, I'll tell you what. What would it be?
0: I'll veer off and say to inspire.
1: Good. So... If we looked backwards, see, the problem we're discovering now scientifically and physiologically is we may have got a misunderstanding of the the linear progress of who we are. So we've designed a linear function through language simply to protect what we know, not what we don't know. So we've got, to, we've got to introduce our relationship almost like in reverse. Because if they write something, say those words again. Uh, inspire. Okay. Imagine they've written that on your tombstone. Mm-hmm. That might suggest that, oh, that's who Jordan is. Inspire. Yeah, that's who he was. Yeah, that's definitely how and who he was when Jordan was alive. Where is he? Oh, he's dead. Oh. <laughs> See, we wait until we're dead, until we come to the reality of realizing, and the world and all uh, of our own version of we, the people, realizes that it's now too late there's, to express who we are. Which,
0: which is interesting, because I think a big part of all this, and we've talked about coping and the key of coping in life, in your life and others, a lot of this seems to be self-actualization. Yes. Coming to the... Conclusion that there's more here than meets the yes. eye or the foreground or background converse. There's much more here. Yes. But let's get back. I don't want to leave the four cornerstones no. alone. I want I want to focus Good. on those like a yeah. laser beam.
1: So if what is now likely to be written on your tombstep, because that's the important communication you want to put across to people, say it again. Uh, he inspired. He inspired. Good. If that's if there's some truth to that. Those who are outside of your expression of he inspires may have some say in the matter, which is why we get into arguments and fights, because everything that's outside of each and every one of our 7.8 billion versions of our own internal machinery is in contest. Mm. So each of the 7.8 billion people have got their own emotional, somewhat aggravated territory to protect which is probably why we don't get on with each other, because we've got our own exclusive background conversations to contend with. Think about that. That's what makes us different.
0: In Yiddish, they refer to that as your own mishigas.
1: Exactly. (laughs) So if he inspires is irrefutable to you, it doesn't match other people's background conversations. So when people argue... It's one another's background conversation. I've proved this with my wife. That every time I try have an argument with my wife, with her background conversation, that's not a good idea. Mm. That's the worst thing you can do.
0: You, you know, since you and I have been working together, <laughs> I'm conscious of that with with my mate as well. That's it, it, the perfect uh, laboratory to experiment on this, to yeah. think about this. So uh, here's the operating
1: system. Okay. These are the four corners. Yeah. So when you are being true to yourself, as best as your ability, and representing your relationship with people, the why factor, your purpose is going to have a lot to do with it, right? Yes, purpose. And so will the evidence to show for it. Mm. Hence, you've got a constitutional arrangement there, yeah? Yeah. But it's this interrelationship that's key, because if, in fact, uh, I inspire is to you the be all and end all the rest of the world has got something to say about it right they may for their attachment to their particular territory won't necessarily agree with you
0: let me take this out of the realm of me because i'm just me and let's look at a at a figure a historical figure take abraham lincoln yes for the most part most of my life abraham lincoln has been revered as as a seminal historical figure Mm. in the last i'd say 10 years even abraham lincoln's image has been tarnished yes by people who want to attack him for things that happened back 100
1: 200 years ago same with churchill yes here's a guy whose determination was in his own personality contest And a stand that was worth taking allowed not his own personal identity to challenge the consequences if we surrendered to the evil called the Nazi party, right? Mm -hmm. Because he was on his own. The royal family. Lord Halifax. What's his face? Um, Chamberlain. Chamberlain. All wanted to negotiate with Hitler. Exactly. You don't. Negotiate with the devil, right? And we're finding that out with the Taliban.
0: We're finding that out now. So a cornerstone. Yes, I,
1: I, I, this leads
0: again, and I'm so. So glad you when broke. you're
1: inspired, yes, and others are inspired, you see how there's a match as you're inspired. But then, of course, here's where the ego shows up, right? Because when you're being inspired, yes, mm-hmm. you're. What I refer to causing. You're what I call causing. Mm-hmm. You're causing your very being. You're causing your very existence, aren't you? Yes. But then the ego has got some say in the matter. It does. As my dear friend, I didn't know him, but Neil Spar, one of the founding members of the Manhattan Project, said, without realizing that which is opposite, there's no truth to anything. Here's an example. If there was no up, there'd be no down this side that side here there all words have an aggravated sense that there's an opposing faction otherwise we couldn't act and react Mm -hmm. that was newton's principles same goes with cause the world isn't interested necessarily if you are being true to who you are if you are at cause You'd have to look at, see what's the other side of the fence. So what's the opposite of cause? Effect? Yes. And when our background conversation is dissatisfied, remember the background conversation doesn't truly represent you. And a lot of occasions, as we've experienced with Donald Trump, as with Adolf Hitler and all kinds of examples, and it goes to show that we are also egotistically driven. Absolutely. Couldn't so more. the operating system was designed. And when I wrote this on the board, I wrote cause. And at, behind the word cause, I wrote the word effect. And then we go down to the second corner, which is um, acknowledge. What's the opposite of knowledge? Ignorance. Yeah. There's an institution that's probably one of those profound institutions that uses this opposing faction to power up its members, its Alcoholics Anonymous. Mm. So they often use the word deny. They've got a lot of recitals. I used yeah. to belong to Alcoholics Anonymous. Who used to go to it. I decided I could, uh, not They didn't want it, it was incredibly powerful. Mm. You know, have your mentors and stuff. Sure, I had a mentor, sure, sure. an interesting guy who was a mentor, who was my sort of a, a guiding principle at the very beginning. Right, who happened to be uh, the managing director of the advertising agency that developed um, um, Absolute Vodka. <laughs>
0: and he, he, he was do- pushing a product that uh, wasn't doing anything.
1: Yeah, exactly. So the word deny and acknowledge of mm. one of the operating systems because you can acknowledge... Who you are until you're blue in the face. Well,
0: it keeps coming back to me that uh, there's a sense of being brutally honest with yourself. Yes, and and it's it might reveal some things that are not too pleasant that bring pain to the surface, but it is a freeing feeling, which yes. is the the essence of successful therapy, but the essence of the language for leading.
1: Yes, exactly. So when you use, there's a model out to show you the operating system because Tony, after I came up with the, the actual words themselves, I asked Tony to come up with a computer drawing of this whole thing. I didn't, did I send that to you? I, I think so, yes. I think I did on yes. one of the last occasions. So the other, two, the other two corners, one is, the next one is Forgive. But again, you, you can't just look at the word in of itself by its own definition. You've got to look at the opposing word let, let to me understand the dynamics. Let me
0: have you then review the first two words before we get to the third word, just so we have everybody on the same page.
1: Cause, acknowledge.
0: And um, now forgive.
1: Now forgive. See, there's no forgiveness, yep. dynamically speaking, unless we introduce the opposing dynamic which is blame. Mm. And we're doing this all over the world. I mean, these are biblical terms. Then you've got acknowledge and, sorry, then you've got um, um, empower and disempower. So those are the four corners. And their strength lies when one actually uh, engages and truly represents We've got another two words to get into, which is big, big, big stuff that uphold this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And I wrote, I was telling this to Tony, I wrote a document that ended up being 35 pages long. I must have rewritten it about 30 times. Mm -hmm. And the two words are responsibility, accountability.
0: I I want to spend a whole Uh, episode on those because that's really cutting to the core of what I'm...
1: Absolutely, because with... if you could consider this rather like these are the goods. This is the goods of life. The delivery vehicle are like two railroad tracks. One is responsibility, one's accountability. We can talk about that uh, later on. Let
0: me ask you one more question yeah. about this. When you have forgive and empower, two huge deals, does the forgive part have to happen first?
1: There's no first or second or after, okay. they both operate simultaneously. They're both balanced. And it's a delicacy to realize who you are, which is why the word stand is so profound, which is why I referred to this as an operating system.
0: When you work with people
1: and- you know, someone say There's a, it's a very delicate balance? Yeah. I can suddenly, be at cause who I am, and in a nanosecond, my wife has said something and pissed me off. <laughs> yes. In I mean, the effect, they're, they're so delicate. They establish a whole differential regarding our whole relationship with circumstances. Uh, I was just
0: going to ask a follow-up, and that is when you work with somebody, and you mentioned that woman who's been a, a client of yours for years. a little yeah. Do you often have... When you get to this point of study, that kind of breakthrough aha moment that people...
1: All the time. Yeah. I didn't use it until the last few months I've been having that. It's almost as if the language of leading was written before me. And I just showed up like some sort of messenger because they're so universal.
0: Well, there's a talent to bringing all of these things. Concepts together and explaining them in a way that cuts through the yeah, and we've got noise. to
1: do. You and I have got to focus consciousness. That's another big deal. Yep. And organization. All right, I'm I'm ready if you are. Those are episodes <laughs> like because I again I'm furthering the interaction of all of these words. Again, I've kind of compared these to the performance. Of a of a Bugatti, only because I think of human beings as 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 a species that exists on dynamic principles. We are a force, a universal force to be reckoned with. Instead, we we've surrendered to that, and we do it over and over again. We, we've been doing it in Afghanistan. That Japanese guy who I watched on that movie last right. night. You it's right. not a movie; actually, it's a documentary. Right. It was. Moving me is like, because Afghanistan is a good example of the language of leading, being put to work. I've been so cynical and sarcastic about Afghanistan, saying the country shouldn't exist. But they're about, how many people is that? 38, 38, 38 million, million people. who yeah. population. Who have been lost. For generations after generations. So, when you're a lost representation of you're going to get taken advantage of by evil forces.
0: Yeah, you, your structure of existence has been either wiped out or never fostered. To I know. And there are,
1: there are youngsters who are in their 20s who haven't experienced the Taliban.
0: That's true. They they experienced uh, being born in 2002, 2003, 2004. They're growing up in a totally different environment that has now flipped on its head. Okay. Listen, we need to talk about some of these big words. Are, yes. you, are you game? Yes. Then let's do it. The conversation continues on the Language for Leading podcast with Julian Sturt. Available on all podcast platforms. Remember to subscribe, download, rate, and review the show. And tell your friends and colleagues about it. The Language for Leading podcast, impactful conversation about fundamental principles that will grow your business and change your life for the better.